You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody! Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast is back with episode 123. Um, lots to talk about today. I am, of course, your host, Sinan Sporting, coming in live from New York City. And with me again, really making a habit of this. The Akman himself, Evran! How you doing, sir? Doing good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, team's back in training, you know, we're gonna have stuff to watch sooner rather than later. So yeah, all, you know, things are go- moving moving upwards, you can say. Um, how you feeling? Um, yeah, I'm ready for this accelerated off-season. Um, usually we'd have waited all of July anyway for nothing to happen. So, um, you know, that's already out of the yeah, way. Yeah, we got those episodes uh, out of the way. And what was nice is it was sort of painless because we didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> so yeah. we got through the rough patch. Uh, we didn't even need to pull out any, like, um, you know, name what player on Besiktash is like a certain character on X. TV show like Seinfeld <laughs> characters or something, you know. Uh, I don't even know what shows we bet we'd have in common. Actually, we had a few in, in the group chat conversation, but anyway, uh, we're way off topic here. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, Besiktas, <laughs> naturally, and there's quite a bit to talk about. Uh, but so let's stick to the news, the actual news first. And of course, there's no match to discuss. Uh, although there is news of matches on the horizon, uh, of course, Besiktas has a confirmed Champions League qualifying ra- uh, second round of the qualifying uh, opponent. Uh, we also have a friendly tournament. Let's just do that first. Uh, there's a friendly tournament that Besiktas has uh, accepted, and we're going to be playing against Fenerbahce, Antalyaspor, and Sivas. Uh, I don't know. I don't think there have been any dates announced there. Um, but so, uh, you know, stay on the lookout for details. Uh, what I do know is it's been called the Land of Legends, which is fairly dramatic for a four-team preseason You know tournament. what? I saw that, and I skipped over because I thought they were talking about League of Legends. Because we have, like, a League of Legends uh, eSports so team. Funny, yeah. <laughs> I, that, I, I think I had the I same like, what thought, is this? <laughs> but I, like, pursued it. You know, I looked into it. Uh, and I, I yeah, but so we do have a preseason tournament, which is actually nice. Obviously, in this weird accelerated uh, preseason, we were gonna have to be somewhat local. I hope we'll maybe get in uh, some sort of foreign opposition at some point, maybe after this like one match or two. But again, we're not gonna have a lot of time. Uh, it's nice that this is a tournament so that they'll all be in one place and they can get all the matches out in a couple of days. Uh, so we'll get some yeah, some decent. 
a decent preview of our of our Super League opposition, but probably nobody trying to reveal too much. So, uh, yeah. What do, what do you do? You have any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense to you know not can't really like travel abroad during this unnecessarily. I think you know other than the Champions League yeah, qualifiers. Exactly. Um, there's no need to be doing that. Um, so. And Antalya Sport being you know, uh, a part of it, I bet it's going to be in Antalya. You know, that's a very common... Yeah, we all, we do preseason there almost all the time anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised. They have all those uh, hotel pitches. Exactly. And they hosted the um, the third and fourth division playoffs. So. Uh, and so, you know, and it could be good. Uh, that, that's why I have hope we may see some foreign opposition perhaps afterwards because usually a lot of foreign teams do training there as well. Um, I don't know who's in off-season, right? Like, some leagues are still up and running. So, I mean, this is just a wild thing in general. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't see. expect to see any foreign preseason games this season. Yeah, it's um, certainly not uh, in the cards by any stretch. But eh, who knows? Yeah. Maybe possible. We'll see. Especially if this is going to be a shortened off-season. Probably just be that tournament. And especially if we qualify. If we win our first qualifying round, spoiler. Uh, well, so yeah, and so talk about that, and that yeah. could qualify as a sort of preseason game. It's a one-off match, uh, and it's and it technically an away game. Although there's talk of it maybe being moved to a um, neutral neutral location. venue, given the nature of it and all. Uh, I, you'd think they would do that since they're breaking it down to one game anyway. Right before, in fact, you know, before we reveal this thing, everyone, can you? Explain this to me. They're doing one game qualifiers because of the crazy yes. schedule. This isn't like a permanent yeah. thing, right? Um, I mean, there is some murmurings of you know making this uh, like permanent, uh, but um, as of now, it's just a temporary COVID right like uh, just, yeah, thing. Right. Like that's why like the current Champions League quarterfinals and Europa League quarterfinals on are all one legged or one game, one off games. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, as of right now, our qualifying game will be a one-off match. Yeah, and we're gonna play drum roll, P A O K or Pauk of Greece. Pauk. Uh, what do you have to say about them? They're sort of a sort of historically a, a friendly club of ours, right? We have a positive relationship. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. They're the only Greek team that like. I guess we don't have terrible relations with is uh they're you know kind of like because they're like a sister club because we're both black and white eagles um and uh a lot of the people from that greek turkish exchange kind of came from that area in greece if you want to go back on your history but well, uh so we, twitter did not take it well speaking of uh, history real briefly uh Pauk was originally founded in what was at the time referred to as Constantinople uh, and has since obviously changed names. Um, yeah, they're now in Thessaloniki. And so, yeah, they sort of reestablished in Thessaloniki. But so they have some ties to Istanbul, literally, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, that's their claim anyway. I don't know. the. Uh, I'm not uh, a Pauk historian by any stretch. But yeah, uh, that's our rival, and it could have been worse. I, I think AZ would have been the, the, the team that, that we really wanted to avoid, and it could have been better as well. Uh, Locomotive, 
Zagreb. Yeah. Zagreb, yeah. It could have perhaps been better opposition. Although those guys can be scrappy, you know, those uh, yeah. Slavic sides. Uh, but so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting tie. Obviously, our ability to compete in, the, in that match is going to be dependent on who we bring into the squad before match day begins. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess before we can even get into that, let's just talk about the squad that we have now. Where, where are we lacking? We, we don't have a striker, right? Like, unless Kyle Laren is um, We do have strikers. Kyle Laren is in... Yeah, right now, we have a 21-man squad in training for the first two days. Um, and so, yeah, the news there also is that we're that. back in training. Which yeah, which I think you mentioned earlier in the season, in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Which we kind of led into it, but uh, it was... Um, mo some of the Lonies were back, which was Oz, Han, Kyle Laren, Alpai, Chelebi. And Aydin Hasich, I believe, off the top of my head. Um, not Fatih so, Akhtoy. We'll talk about no, that later. No, not Fatih Akhtoy, yeah. So there, there is some drama in there. Uh, the notable absentees are Fatih Akhtoy, the players that we, you know, own, mm -hmm. was not there, which just that the Wellington transfer is going to happen. And then Muhayar Oktay, Sedat Shahin Turk, and Erdem Sechkin were all loaned out. Last season, we're not in training um, and have not been loaned out again or anything. So. Which is weird because I thought, you know, Erdem was, yeah. was tweeting and Instagramming rather, uh, you know, posting a lot about his return to Besiktas. I'm surprised he didn't eagerly yeah. arrive in training. But um, it's possible they don't have a, a future with the senior team. Um, yeah, perhaps something for Muhayer would be kind of disappointing because he was pretty good last preseason. But um, Very good, yeah. We'll see. I mean, how it works sometimes. we shouldn't be too speculative, I suppose. Uh, we really don't know quite what's going on here. Um, but, yeah, the guys are back in training. Um, some notable absences, as you mentioned. Uh, other absences, I guess we might as well mention Atiba wasn't there. There's still a bit of a struggle as far as the, uh, the re-signing process. Uh, any, any words on that, everyone? Yeah, I mean, I think the salary that is reported that we're offering is really low. I would have, I'm just going to say in, yeah. insultingly low, you know, uh, even when I yeah. saw it, I was like, oh, come on, like, really? That's so, it is again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's the tough one. Um, yeah. And, I think we all still want him back, but, you know. Yeah, he also doesn't have like a huge value, but still, I, I think that was, that was a certainly low ball on it. Um, anyway. Let's get into more one news. Other, uh, before... Yeah, one other squad news. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's finish that up. What else you got? Adam Lajic, unfortunately, the second day of training, which is where we're in as of recording, uh, has strained his soleus, which is like if you, uh, your calf muscles, like you have like that upper, which is the gastrocnemius, and the lower part that's like attaches to your Achilles tendon, where that is, he has a mild to medium strain there. Dope. Um, <laughs> Which is not good. We have a game in two weeks. Um, not sure. I heard that he should be back by then because it was a strain, right? It yeah. wasn't a tear. Yeah. Um, but whether or not he'll be fully fit. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. And how much he trains with the yeah. squad and um, if there are yeah. new guys, if they're going to be meshing. But, you know, hopefully he can do some light training. I think it's a precautionary thing, right? Uh, you, you keep someone out. This is one of those injuries that people used to play through, and now that we're smarter and 
and obviously I think investing yeah. way more in guys too. Uh, you know, we're way more careful about, it and um, you know, it's really kind yeah, of injury prevention. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Brains turn into tears. Yeah. That's how you. Um, but so yeah, before we get into obviously like the really fun stuff, uh, the speculation and the transfer gossip, and there's a lot, obviously, and I'm sure our listeners probably know where this is going. And uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a fun little convo. Um, Let's stick with reality for a second. Uh, and like before, like this is actually probably a good segue. Before we talk about how we're going to spend massive loads of money that we theoretically don't really have, let's talk about money uh, and some, some good news, actually. So obviously, we had a huge campaign, kind of the, the, the modern era FEDA, uh, and it's been dubbed the hashtag BDOCMOMSENET. But so yeah, t- give us the news there. So we obviously had a great event with uh, sort of Turkish celebrities who are, I, I suppose, Bashiktash fans. You're kind of coming out as one anyway. Um, singers, entertainers, um, you know, Sergen Yalçin, um, Ahmet Nurcebi, uh, you know, every, everybody came out. Um, a number of players were in attendance. Yeah, yeah, I'll hand it to you, Ebron. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hogging the mic again. Who's yeah, there, um, first of all, offhand? I don't even, I know they had like that guy from Survivor. I don't think any Turkish Survivor watchers. Um, but I guess he's some sort of heartthrob or whatever that people care I about. I heard there's some, some controversy um, so that like, he might actually be a Galatas fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but it was just like, you know, some Turkish celebrities and then in attendance there was uh, some of our players. And then oh, also, I forgot to mention, you see Montemiran was back from on loan and he was also in the crowd for the beat A number of guys. Tyler Boyd was there. Kyle Laren was yeah. there. Ozan was with there. his haircut was there. Yeah, his little <laughs> curls, whatever he's got going on. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm going to wash my hands and I'll do our... our Hopefully, we don't get many more of these little uh, COVID awareness campaigns about how everyone should always wash their hands when in doubt. I touched something. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't be safe. So yeah, I got. Our, we have our our nice little uh, sort of uh, temporary break music. Uh, okay, good. We're ready to go. Um, so yeah, Birak Mom sent it. Huge campaign, great success it turns out. And so, Evron, tell us about the money there. How much money yeah. did we make? What what are we dealing with? So in that, what can like, we start throwing around <laughs> now? In that TV special on its own, I think they raised 80 million liras, which raises the total amount raised now to 150 million, um, which is grand total of like 20.7 million euros, um, which is not as exciting as 150, but uh, still a lot of money. Because we're broke boys. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I guess we raised more than Fenerbahce's campaign when... Um, yeah, they had like 81. Or yeah, so right? obviously, you know, we're, we're cooler. Bigger club. Been a lot better today. than them. Even, um, even in these times with the we, economy taking and the coronavirus. <laughs> or, I mean, you know, we're just better people in general, I think. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, it was, it was a great campaign. Good success. Uh, it, it shook out to some twenty-something million euro, right? Yeah. Uh, which you know, I mean, look, that's 
We definitely that's, need the money. Uh, that's what we're gonna. It's <laughs> a lot of folks' salaries, right? I mean, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but today uh, there was a sort of signed document by everyone within the squad saying that they'd been paid up and were good to go, so they were they were going to uh, the UEFA uh, competitions with no hitches in that regard. So that's obviously good news and perhaps tied <laughs> to the money that just came in, because um, that would certainly cover a few. Uh, you know, outstanding debts, uh, you could say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess before we move on from that, please do remember, we also have... Uh, so, donate. You you can still donate to the Birak Mamsenia campaign. Uh, look it up online. Easy to find. Give some money to the club. While you're at it, uh, don't forget about our friend Mohamed Aminu and the Besiktas uh, JK... Academy Berlin Academy of Accra. Um, please donate to them as well. We're still trying to get kits to those kids in Ghana and Accra. Uh, their preseason's underway. They lost their first match against another Division Two Ghanaian side. Um, yeah, good luck to those guys. And uh, yeah, give some money. Remember, five dollar bids give you raffle tickets for each one. You can buy as many as you want uh, and you will be put into a drawing to receive a match-worn Atiba Hutchinson kit. A beautiful black kit uh, with the black and dark gray stripes. Probably one of my favorite kits from the last few years. Um, I don't think, morally speaking, I can put in a bid on it, although I honestly really like He's one of my favorite players and it's one of my favorite kits. And... Um, We'll do a reveal for it, and I'll probably wear it. So you'll see why uh, I, I have a certain guy on the back of mine. I'd, I'd much <laughs> rather have a Tiba Hutchinson. Let me just put it that way. Um, but so, yeah, uh, stay tuned for all that. We'll, we'll reveal when we're going to do the drawing, and we'll do the drawing. Uh, but So for now, the, the bids remain open. Put them in. Get yourself the opportunity to uh, to get this great Atiba Hutchinson match-worn kit. Um, really... Certainly, I think, the player of our era. Uh, so the guy whose match one kit you'd want to have, I think. Uh, anyway, that's speaking for myself. But so, yeah, moving on. And so I, we were just talking about how the boys signed some document that's going to enable us to play in Europe this year, saying they'd been paid. Uh, Evron, there's a, a dark and stormy kind yeah. of cloud associated to that same topic. Tell us a little bit about that. Our great friend, uh, Loris Karius, has entered the news again. Apparently, he is. there's a dispute over how much money he wants to be paid, 800,000 euros. Um, so he wants to, he's still asking for the money from Corona, plus the time he left the club, along with the money he was owed beforehand. Um, so Vistas doesn't want to pay that. Apparently, they're asking for a transfer ban. Which is weird for a player to do, but on top of that, See, the report. I was gonna say, yeah, finish that. that yeah. We still have money to pay to Victor Ruiz, Wagner Love, and Guti, <laughs> like assistant coach. Former Guti, assistant not coach, yeah, not the player. Um, so, yeah, really interesting. Uh, I was gonna say, I, I would put, I would, if I was gonna blame any of those individuals for saying they were gonna report us or whatever. And wanting the transfer ban, I would put that on Victor Ruiz. And I'm remembering the, the quotes from the, right after he'd left, where he said, 
I'm gonna get that somehow. And how remember how he sort of made promises he was gonna stay in Istanbul, join Galat style, all of that sort of gossip stuff he said. Um, maybe this is his sort of notion of how he's gonna make sure he gets his money back no matter what or whatever whatever that threat was. Yeah. Um, and and if that is the case. I promise I wasn't gonna do this. I promise I wasn't gonna do this, everyone, because I said it's annoying too. But thank you, Victor Ruiz. Um, I'm gonna have to bring in the. I hate doing this, but I just like uh, that guy. Like, oh my god. Like, I. I can't even like I can't. Uh, okay, no more words about that. Yeah, but so. They're trying to get a transfer ban, and I think that, like, when you look at each of these cases individually, they're all being arbitrated separately, so you can't just suddenly... I, I don't put much stock into it. Uh, the Carriers thing, obviously, is being disputed, so they can't just be like, yes, in fact, uh, we're going to give you a transfer ban for something that hasn't even been decided on yet. In, in fact, the matter is, I think, the fact that it's being arbitrated means that if we lose, we're, we've already committed to paying it, so I don't think... Um, that's up for dispute. I think that's also the case for Victor Ruiz. I don't know about Guti and Wagner Love. That's that's news to me, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, do, do you have any sort of disputes on anything I said there? I mean, yeah, no, nothing. None of these things were like officially announced. But I guess in the Carius report, they have like specific court case numbers and all that. So it seemed kind of like uh, if it was made up, they went a long way to you know <laughs> to make it up. Um, and obviously we didn't pay him, and obviously he went to FIFA already, so it is pretty believable that they're still fighting over it. I was gonna um, say, yeah, you can get those numbers because I think, like I said, those are, that's already being yeah. arbitrated on, and that's why, like, yeah. again, if we lose in the court of arbitration, there, we're, we'll obviously be held to account and have to pay. So I don't think we could be punished preemptively for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not... we could get fined on top of that. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, you the transfer ban will probably not happen. Yeah, that sounds absurd. Um, and again, it yeah. sounds like someone trying to stir the pot. That that bit of it, anyway. Um, yeah, we've done much worse and never gotten a transfer ban, so I don't know. And I don't like Loris Karius doesn't seem the type of guy who's like, I need to get these guys back for what they like. Um, he still yeah. posts on Instagram and all the former like all of his former teammates on Besiktas, and he are commenting between each other and joking and laughing. Like I, it just feels like that might be a little bit of a contrived story. Again, maybe it's the Victor Ruiz angle, which. You know, he did sort of like promise a life, a blood vendetta or whatever the hell it was. That freaking bastard. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's get to the fun stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, we have some money to spend now, theoretically. Although, really, we all know that goes right back into the ocean of debt. Uh, just a few drops of uh, relief there. But um, let's talk about the good stuff. Uh, Evron, did I miss anything? Is there any anything else about our, our guys currently in the squad? Yeah, no, nothing. No more Got contracts. I think. Got it all. Yeah, everyone's there, right? No one sold injuries. That's all sort of good. Like I'm just making sure because this is really the fun stuff. Let's talk about transfers, transfer rumors. All right. So obviously, where where do we begin? Let's have let's not do the fun stuff because everybody knows what we're here for. Uh, let's start from the back. Um, first of all, defensively, there's talk of uh, Serkan Kirintila still for goalkeeper. 
think that's the biggest um, linkage we have for a backup keeper. Any anything from you on that, Evron? Yeah, it's been pretty quiet since the other rumors have came in. Um, yeah. But I mean, I guess we're still in the market for. A, oh, we actually we did sign our you our 17 year old. Uh, keeper to a professional contract. Emre Bilgin, who got promoted last season. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned. Uh, that was the one thing we forgot. To and that was his name. So I mean, like, we yeah. finally got his name, too, which is it. Emre Bilgin, yeah. So Utku's still there for now, but whether or not he's there at the end, end of the summer is unlikely. Um, yeah, and Utku, uh, yeah. if you were um, online today, you would have seen photos of him uh, in training. I think uh, Ridvan Yilmaz or someone posted uh, an image of him within one of those little squads but so yeah he is still with the squad somehow so i mean we have three keepers right but i think obviously we're still in the market for a backup if not i don't even really care uh as long as this kid's better than utku and he's the backup uh, i don't even mind yeah. you know I, I just don't want to do utku with our backup um beyond that uh on the back line all the talk of another central defender has dried up I don't know if that suggests that perhaps Vida will be staying. Um, there's no talk of uh, him accepting a trans or the, a pay cut or anything like that. So, Mr. Vida, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, at least for right now, it certainly seems like our boy is staying around. We'll see. Um, left back, yeah. as we mentioned, and Sakala is quasi already with the team. He's kind of in training and wellington and Welling. oh yeah and wellington as well i guess we talk about that he has officially made the move uh with fatiaxoi going the other way well not officially. oh yeah sorry it's, right uh quasi officially yeah so he's there training even i mean i've heard wild rumors that we're still trying to talk yeah. down their their salaries a little bit um i don't i mean nothing's there's no pictures of them in training. There was a picture of Wellington in the airport. Yeah. Um, and Sakala has been wildly posting on Instagram and Twitter with Bish Touch fans like that he's coming and can't wait to join. There was he he even State gave an interview up. about why he picked Bishop Touch. Yeah. He said that he, did he like said the, Errol Bulut was tall and everything. Well, he said Errol Bulut was really trying to recruit him to Fener, and he still was glad he picked Bishop Touch, and he'd sort of stuck with his guns. Um, so yeah, he's they're there. They're I mean they're the Fati didn't train, so everything there's people are saying that they're there, but they're not being pictured. It's we don't know what's going on. Uh. Yes, uh, and so I mean if they are still trying to negotiate their contract down, it's a little sort of dirty, but I, I'll I'll take it honestly. Whatever, as long as it's nothing like we, we're not allowed to bring in transfers, uh, and I don't think that's the case because um, you know that's not been. We, we, that would have been an official decree we would have heard from UEFA directly by now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Insakala is there, sort of. Wellington is there, sort of. Fati uh, <laughs> actually left alongside a bit of money. Not a lot, I would imagine. Um, yeah, not any of it has been, like, officially... We're all, like, in the dark. We know it's been done, but we don't know exactly what's happened. Exactly. Um... um News for the right back. Gokhan Gunol is officially out. Signed with Fener. Yeah. We knew it was happening, but it's... So it's Mr. John Air on the same that day. That was like day one. Was a day one. And I think he's been named captain for Fener as well, which isn't surprising given his age and everything. And Emre Bellas being out. Um, 
So that leaves us with the right side of our defense. There's news of... Well, tell us about it, Evron. Senor Karsdorp. Uh, yeah, Rick Karsdorp. Wow. I think he's been linked to us for like four years. Um, but yeah, he's a Dutch right back. Not really known for his defending. Um, pretty good on the ball. Plays for Roma. Uh, they have like quite a few players there, so he'd theoretically be available on a loan. Um, 25 years old. Good height, good on the ball. Dutch international hasn't played for a while, but um, yeah, I think he, he would obviously be expected to start over Douglas. Um, <laughs> is he somehow still our right back? I heard that Douglas was snapped up by like was it Azurdenspor or something? Yeah, but then he was in training the next day. Yeah, so. well, and clearly <laughs> Roma yeah, paid we're not... quite a, quite a fee for cars open in 2017. Uh, they paid about 17 million dollars. Which is a lot of money. Yeah, he hasn't really hasn't really done as well as they probably hoped. To me, it smells of Lobosho, and and I say that as someone who uh, was fairly positive about Lobosho. I think a lot of people will say, ah, oh, but he's probably better than him. Maybe. Uh, I actually thought Lobosho was pretty decent when we did see him. Um, and at the end of the day, what what ultimately played a role in his not being a success was that we would have to pay money for him at the end of the thing, and we, we didn't have it. Um, so. I'm a little weary of these types of loan moves in that sense. I wish we had a kind of Ridvan Yilmaz on the right side that I could feel good about at least, you know, at least he's there and we'll get time or something. So I don't know what the solution is at right back. It could be Dorokan, who we've talked about, uh, yeah. although then we have a, another problem. Uh, thoughts on Karsdorp or, you know, the legitimacy? They're, those are not well-sourced rumors also we should mention that's not an orchard is usl or anything like that that was uh supposedly italian sources and then a talk of him um uh it's one of those that we've heard for years um i think the cost might be a little high for us to be spending that much on a right back right now um, you know for a striker i can see us spending you know big on a foreigner but on a right back i don't know um I can see us, you know, selling for like an auto duel teams right back. Um, if I'm being honest, yeah, we're gonna see. We'll find out. Um, or even maybe someone from League One, or I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna yeah. be Kerem Kalafat season soon. We'll see. Um, <laughs> he didn't even train with the senior teams. So I mean, you know, honestly, that's another like, one, perhaps yeah. this is Douglas's the best chance. Like, I I hope that he's looking at this week two weeks or so in training as the chance to make something of his career because really we're in such dire predicament here as far as time and money goes that if he shows Sargan almost anything he's probably got himself a guaranteed spot in the rotation at, at the very least if not the spot the starting spot itself but yeah, I mean, we had hopes for him when he came in, and then he played like four games the entire year due to injury. Yeah, so. and people who were really crapping on his performances, I thought that was unfair. Uh, he, he certainly never was given the opportunity to settle. Yeah, I mean, he played like CDM a couple times. I know, He's yeah. Clearly not as stupid. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to at least keeping him as a backup. At, at the very least, to, to recoup his like value a bit, or enough that we could sell him for something and not just like give him away. I mean, he only has a year left on his contract, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's... Uh, I was afraid you'd say that. Yeah. Um, so maybe we just got to get it. Ah, whatever. I, uh, I, ideally, you'd just sell him, right? Like, it didn't work out. 
No, but you're not gonna get anything now because he's devalued himself in his season of injury. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I mean, I guess you keep him in a backup role, and if he plays well, you try to get him to re-sign in the before the winter break. And if not, you maybe try to sell him in that winter break for scraps. Twelve dollars. Yeah. Fourteen dollars and a pack of gum. Um. But yeah, so. Anyway, that's that's all we got for the back line for now. And so there's not much news as far as a right back, which again portends well for Douglas. Um, let's talk about the midfield. There's not anything to talk about <laughs> except we we mentioned no, Atiba, we got, uh, which is bad news. We got two small talking points. What are we? Oh, so yeah, Mensa, Bernard Mensa, and. Who? Badu Ndaye? Who, who, who's the second? No, Mar- uh, Mario Lamina. Ah, nice. That's actually way better than I. All right, so yeah. let's start with uh, the Mensa talk. What, what have you got there for us? Um, I think he's, he's been like perpetually linked to the big three clubs all season. Um, but now with relegation canceled, um, you have to remember how much money Kaiseri paid for him, which I think is like four or five million. And they also only own 60% of him. Um, <laughs> so, like, if they sold him for $2 million, they would only get 60% of that. And they just spent $4 million on him. And they're broke. Um, yeah, so that's not right allowed to go at all. But they're not broke like they didn't get relegated. So they can't pay a salary type broke. They're just broke like they're not going to part for $2 million in two players. Um, there's rumors saying that we'll pay, f- give them four players for him. Um, I-, I mean, it... it it's not looking like a transfer that will happen. Um, I would not get your hopes up. Yeah. Um, and among those four players, the only one I can sort of think of offhand is Tyler Boyd, who they've mentioned. And that would create... Now then we'd need two more wingers. A winger, instead yeah. of the one. Um, so that's not that smart, I guess. I guess maybe it's easier to get a winger on the market for free. I don't know if that's the case at all. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I mean, not much news there. What about Lamina? Tell us what's going on there. So Lamina, there's no like concrete news, but the only like real thing we can say is that Sargan said that he would like him. Um, that's from Orta Chizgi, but they also say that Lamina's asking salary is like $2 million a year, um, which is a lot. He has two years left on his deal with Southampton. Um, Gala had him on loan last year with their Champions League money. Um, I think also there's uh, something we have to talk about. Uh, his current wife is the ex-girlfriend of a marquee player we've been linked to. Um, thought we'll discuss in a couple of minutes. So there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think player-wise, he's a perfect fit um, financially and that-wise. It might not work. Especially financially. Um, I mean, I guess it would like be a loan again, but... Um... Yeah, it would be a loan. Um, but $2 million salary is no joke for a center mid. Um, yeah. No, it's not. Obviously, Champions League days, you know, three years ago, I think this would be like an obvious transfer. Yeah. Um, I mean, so let's think but, about what, yeah. like, in, in reality, we're very likely going to see Ozan and Atiba, assuming we actually get this guy back in training. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lamina would be a great Atiba replacement uh, or El Nani replacement, kind of like, but you know, it's it's a high cost. And that's for the thing, it's got to be a long, like, uh, 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 an Atiba replacement has to be a long term thing, right? It's got to be rearing yeah. the guy. So, 
a one-year thing isn't really going to cut, isn't going to solve that problem, really. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't think we've heard the last of our options in the center of our midfield, and I don't think either of these options is realistic. And one of those options that we thought was going to happen, uh, Ninua. Yeah, there's there's yeah, uh, there's, there's reports that uh, Sadigan doesn't want him. That's what kind of like looks like, and uh, so the deal's off. And funny enough, Pauk is very close to signing. Yeah, so, if he if he bites, you like know, we may uh, see him in two weeks. That would be like you hate to create a narrative for someone, really, uh, to be snubbed by us and then to come back. Like you're giving him the chance. Ugh, that sucks. Um, yeah, that's a shame. I, I was looking forward to that. He's young too, so it was kind of a nice, cheap diamond in the rough kind of thing um all right moving on then wings uh the left wing is fairly sorted i guess if you consider Nkudu and boyd as his depth the right side less so we have lens period um lens is in training yeah. so he'll probably be back i don't know hopefully he'll take a pay cut also lens might have to play right back so yeah <laughs> um Oh, no. With Boyd, what yeah. Going on. So, any news there? So, the, uh, the last was Gokan Ture. Yeah, that has kind of dried up. Um, the president just said again, we're not letting him go for free. Um, piss off. You need to give us money or player. They said, we want Tyler Boyd um, kind of thing. But obviously, that's a stupid trade. Like, just Boyd's values a lot more. It's like five years younger. Yeah, so. and you're just, again, trading a need for the same need. You, you still need then to get another bat, uh, winger to, for depth. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's a, a net loss, okay. I think, um, especially because Gokantori is significantly older and presents a lot less upside. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it, really, right? There's no, there's nothing else as far as the winger so far. Yeah. Gokan Inchi has dried up for now. Um, that leaves us with one position remaining uh so what i'm hearing is we have two so they're they're on the market for two strikers uh i'm assuming more of an outright attacking striker and then more of a sort of secondary sort of diaby like striker who hopefully isn't diaby um so there's two pairings they're looking at uh and the, the constant in both of these pairings is the one striker who's the, the guy up front. Although, so the guy they're trying to pair him with are Akpom, who currently plays for, who we mentioned earlier, uh, last episode, who plays for Pauk, which makes this obviously way more complicated. And the other guy is Sise, who sort of comes across to me as more of an outright striker, not a secondary supporting striker. So I don't yeah. know why that would be the case. I guess he's probably just a very cheap option and would provide uh, some sort of depth. depth. But um, I guess so. Before we talk about the main attraction here, what, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on that Akpom slash Cisse? Yeah, I think Akpom was pretty close. But now that we draw them in the Champions League, I don't think they want to sell. Like he only has one year left on his deals. So a pug will probably want to sell if he's not going to resign. But they don't want to sell him to the team that's going to play them in two weeks. Yeah, the or they'll just wait um, two weeks, right? <laughs> Yeah, they'll just wait. Yeah, they'll just wait two weeks. Uh, which um, could be okay. So I don't see that transfer. Like, we could theoretically wait. We have guys to, who could fill the role of a second striker yeah. as long as we got the first one. But first, 
anything about Cisse, Papi Cisse of Alanyaspor, for anyone who isn't following. Apparently, he followed us on Instagram. Yeah. Like, today or yesterday. Um, uh, he's like 35, 36. He's not a second striker. Um, is, uh, I just hope it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, it's, it's just an all around lazy transfer like Wagner love but a little yeah cheaper. and hopefully like maybe a better return theoretically better slightly better <laughs> it would be hard not to honestly but yeah I, I'm with you I, I'm not on the CSA train um, good for him you know the season with Alanya good for Alanya in general they had a great year all around and I hope they make some money off the you know these types I just hope we're not the ones shelling it out he is a free agent, I believe. But um, is that right? I thought they'd get something. Yeah, I believe he's a free agent. Okay. Um, um, he's still still old though. It's not going to come in for twelve dollars an hour or anything. It's going to be much. It'd probably be three times the cost of what Juventus would be. Yeah. Um, um, let's just agree now that the podcast does not endorse a move for Puffy Cisse. Uh, but who we yeah. I think we'll both agree that we do endorse is the marquee signing of this summer theoretically for us and maybe for the super league at large uh the big news that everybody's talking about and you and i have uh, advocated for in the past although been sort of in disbelief about our you know ability to pay for <coughs> somehow some way the news persists and gets stronger and stronger by the day by the minute Mario Balotelli, tell, tell us, talk to me, everyone. What do we got? Um, so Mario is a, believe it or not, still under contract with Brescia. Um, we were reportedly had like a bust up during Corona with. Um, everyone's like, oh, he's got his contract removed. It's over. He's a free agent, but um, he's still under contract there, which complicates things a little bit, but uh. They're saying we're very close to agreeing a deal worth up to 3 million euros, including bonuses. Um, that's from Orta Chizgi and other sources also confirmed that. Um, the actual base salary has not been confirmed. Uh, we've just been seeing two to five, like the Italian source said 2.5 to 3 million as the salary you'd earn. And then Orta says 3 million with bonuses. So hopefully uh, we're not <laughs> breaking the bank on a striker right now. Uh, with confirmed salaries, but uh, could be a loan, could be a free transfer. Um, that's not really certain at this moment. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating concept. He's also been I... interacting with their fans on Instagram, and his friends have been joining in on the Come to Besiktas post now. Um, <laughs> Which is funny. It's, I, I mean, the the naysayers will all uh, speak up and have been speaking up. I think of late, uh, plenty to say about him being lazy and difficult and all this other stuff. What are your thoughts, Evra? Um, I mean, I think he gets a real bad rap. Uh, a lot of things that people. Like, we'll say, oh, he's done this, he's done that, he's done this. None of those things actually ever happened. Um, or if they did happen, it wasn't the way you thought it was. Um, 
like the famous uh like the fireworks in the bathroom wasn't like this man was setting off fireworks in his bathroom he wasn't even in the bathroom um and just a curtain caught on fire it wasn't like he burned his bathroom down um or his friend didn't and then a lot of the other rumors are like people just make things up about him in the english media because they got clicks um so good or bad most of those things never even happened um he does have some sort of attitude issues i guess uh there are times like he doesn't run a lot um but you know i think Ozil kind of got the same rap because his body language can be kind of like i don't care i'm just chilling and um so even if he is running a lot they'll just see him walking with an attitude and that seems to trigger some people's karen meters i don't know what's wrong with them but uh, <laughs> yeah so if you're winning 4-0 or if you're losing 4-0 i guess he has like the same body language so that some people don't like that Probably um, people he also has yeah. a little tendency to showboat sometimes. Um, I remember that friendly with McMahon City or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he also did again. it against PSG, and he got flattened by Matuidi. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, I think he has a good goal-scoring record. Multiple countries, multiple leagues, top five leagues. He's never played outside of a top five league before. Um, so... I think he's the the player I've been asking for since before he left Liverpool. Um, I'll tell you, like, and that's that's my thing. This is an important point, actually, that this will be his first journey outside of the sort of top leagues and everything. Because I, I think he'll have to view it as many have. You know, let's not forget the likes of uh, Anelka or Numa. Right, we've had a lot of quote-unquote troublemakers come and really make something of their uh, opportunity here in Turkey. What is my Quaresma, certainly, yeah. But but I, I, I pick out Anelka because he got another shot at the Premier League, remember, afterwards. Um, yeah, and then went to Chelsea and almost won a Champions League. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and sort of really reestablished himself as a legitimate Started star. at a World Cup and then had to fight with the coach, but yeah, you know. <laughs> whatever, yeah, that was a rough period for France too, but whatever. Um, I mean, the point being, Balotelli's 29 still. He'll turn 30 um, midway through the... Right, towards the beginning of the, the the first half of the season, but even still, he has a lot to play for. I think um, yeah. he is of that age now, where his children are reaching a certain point. You know, you can see. Like I, I'm I'm a big proponent of the the fatherhood or sort of I should say parenthood aspect um, of you know maturing guys who. You know, you, like I think Quaresma is a good example of a guy who has become like kind of a family man in the last certainly like five to ten years. I don't know how old Ricky is. Maybe ten is giving him a little much, but uh, man, like, yeah, not. like seven years probably. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, I think I think being a father has had an impact on him. Obviously, like his his images. That he puts on Instagram and whatnot are, are more like uh, beach with the family vibes than uh, going out and having a big night like they once were. So, you know, I mean, I think all of all of this stuff sort of could lead to a perfect storm of, you know, he needs to reestablish himself. He realizes that like this is kind of a last stop theoretically. Like if he doesn't put up now, it's not going to get any better. And the next stop is probably Cluj, you know, and. Romania or something. You MLS. 
or MLS. Yeah. So I think uh, it could be the perfect storm of things that really contributes to, to like, uh, I mean, Mario, right? We we have some success with Mario, old strikers named Mario. Um, and again, th this one's not even that old. I, I just 29 still. 30. I think I that was the age Gomez came. Around 30, 29. Oh, really? I think he might have been on like 31 or 2. Maybe 31, but I mean, he had one good season with us and then was in the Euros for Germany, so. Exactly. No, there's... there's uh, it makes complete sense for him to give it a shot for a year. Uh, it makes sense for us. We need a striker having lost Burak suddenly and being in this sort of precarious scenario. Uh, one year option and and heck if it works out really well and things go nicely he can stick around beyond that i, I who knows uh, and, i, I yeah, just I'll, want him to ink the contract in the first place and we can I cross that bridge when we get there khan said this so i did not think of it first but volatile is the type of guy who needs a loving environment uh, he doesn't really take well to negative environments yeah for sure. um so i think bishash could technically be that um if our fans give him a chance, and he's like, especially like those first games are gonna be without fans. If he scores goals in it, if he does come, obviously. Um, and then by the time the fans came back, you know, we're, we're yeah, we're like, behind him and you know, expecting things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, at all, we we could have no fans for much of the season still. So like, even that could be yeah. not much of a of a difference maker, you know, like which could be good again in his case, where uh, negative fans can be bad. Yeah, and I like think we all hope be able to. Well, and that's the other thing. Yeah, Sergen. In fact, I think early on in the process, Sergen Yalchin said that his "quote unquote" personality issues would not be a problem with him as coach. He knew he'd know exactly how to deal with them. So, and I and I believe it because that's exactly the kind of guy he was. Uh, and I think Sergen has said he's been on the record as saying, you know, if you have X amount of talent, I'll give you leeway. Just put that talent on the pitch when it needs to be there. Um. So like it could be a match made in heaven. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I somehow I imagine uh, a Balotelli Lijajic connection being sort of otherworldly. Um, Lijajic obviously speaks Italian, having spent quite a bit of time in Serie A, and uh, you know I remember the connection he had with Burak Yilmaz. Burak Yilmaz's problem being that he had the chronic injury and would rarely be be able to to, to kid up. So just, you know, there's something about a Bilotelli-Liayet connection that, that's very intriguing for me. Um, we have a history, speaking of Liayet, of, of, of bringing these troublemakers in. We've mentioned uh, Numa and Quaresma. Sergen Yalchin is another example. Uh, and, and sort of bringing the best out of their talents. And, uh, so I, you know, Sign me up, man. I, I don't see us doing any better this year, certainly. It's certainly, given our restraints financially, constraints. It, it's pretty much, if you think about it, it's Balotelli or Papi Cisse. So take your choice. Or Kyle Lahren. Kyle, Kyle Lahren. That's, that's true. That's true. Take your choice, folks. I'm going to put my chips into the Balotelli camp, personally. Uh, you do you. Uh, is there anything else, everyone? I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's everything. Wow. We've done it again. Um, we, we couldn't really... We, we, remember when it's a 20-minute episode? Uh, anyway, so... 
As always, follow us on Twitter at Eagles underscore podcast. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans must always be pissed by that. I don't know how we got that. Um, anyway, follow the mothership. Lots of news coming in. Fast, hot, and heavy every day uh, at Bashiktosh underscore I-N-T. Follow this guy over here, the Akman, at fan of BJK. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Uh, as always, stay tuned for more. We'll, next next episode, we'll certainly have something to report as far as the transfer goes, and whether it's great, exciting news or underwhelming, not so exciting news, there will be something to be said. I guarantee that. Uh, on top of it, there will be probably concrete news as far as when friendlies will be played. If not, maybe they'll already be underway by then. Who knows these days? Um, everyone, any parting words? Um, transfers soon. Hopefully. Transfers soon. <laughs> You're running out of time. Thank so. you for that. Articulate. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> transfers soon, please. Uh, I fully concur with, the, with everything. I'm going to do one last search on Twitter because I always get bitten by this by the time I'm in post about to release this there will be news of transfer and we're going to be like late and redundant and irrelevant um let's see drum rolls or any news you seeing anything nah it's like 6 a.m in Turkey so we should be good <laughs> you never know man you never know crazier things have happened uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. At all. I'm not even seeing, like, yeah. posts about Bachelor Chess. You Turks are really sleeping at the moment. Good for you. Um, on that note... Go Bachelor Chess! See you next week, folks. Peace out. Uh, Shiktash International hopes you enjoyed this program.